Welcome back, Crush It Out Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. As always, I paid off that invoice to get Kalina here. So Kalina, the bodyguard from Miami, is here. Kalina, how are you? I'm doing good, thank you. I'm currently in the car. In the car, so that's how we do it. We're dedicated to the fans. We're going to give you the show one way or the other. I'm a little disappointed in the Crime Apple uh, release. I was hoping for another, like, shout-out to, to the Calzingas, but we didn't hear it. Uh, we heard it on no, Wet Dirt. He was we didn't, on some other shit. He was on, he was on some other shit, but, you know, yeah. it was still solid release. We're excited because one of the budding, flourishing MCs um, from New York, which I, which is my my state, is here with us. Been on the show before, at a different point in his career. Whoa, what a year has done. Um, we had him right when he dropped Street Pharmacy with Pharma Beats. Then from there, it has turned into an avalanche of success and an avalanche of high praise for the projects coming out. Noise Candy 1 and 2, Part 3 is out now. Headcrack with Future Wave. We have the one and only Rome Streets in the house. Yo, 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 what's good? Man, it's been good. Man, I'm just excited because I've been dying to get you back on for a while because so much has changed since we last talked where it was just getting the word out on who you are to now it's like... You are at the top of the food chain with everybody who's who's who. Yeah, man. Um, to the point where I I have I have the sets. I had to get them. I'm broke because of it. I'm waiting for Noise Candy three <laughs> announcements. Hopefully, we'll get some announcements here. Head crack. Yeah, gotta get yeah. the head crack. And not one, but two street pharmacies: the <laughs> Tough Kong version dope, and dope, the Sign version. How to get that yeah, one? Yeah, Just, that's the that's, fuck rap version. This is the OG version. Rapper. For yeah. those who don't don't get that, so just showing a little cred there. Um, Noise Candy Three is out now. It's it's one of the talk of the towns of one of the best albums so far in 2019. Man, how did you put that together? Because this is you're coming from starting in January with Headcrack, just Future Wave, and now you have a compilation of producers and yeah. and other artists in this project. Where how do you go from one spectrum to the other spectrum? Um. The Noise Candy 3 came about. It was actually, like, funny how it came about. I just made that shit because I was, like, I was bored. Um, Like, all the beats was just, like, I have one email that's just, like, full of beats. It's only for beats. So sometimes it just gets overloaded. I miss shit. Sometimes I just skim through. And I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd have to listen to a beat more than once and be like, okay, this shit, this is it right here. So it's, like, with that, um, I was working on another album with the Artivist, and um, I was waiting for a feature, and the shit's just taking mad long. So in the meantime, I was just it's like, you know what? Instead of doing nothing, let me just cook up something. And then it was just like one week where I was just like writing shit every day, and I just ended up basically making that whole shit, like writing it all in like a week or so. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only, the first track I had was the Static Selector shit. And that shit happened, like, just randomly. I was just in the studio with Static, Tech, term, Terminology, and a couple other people. We was listening to the um, Smith & Wesson album before it came out. We had went to some bar and shit. 
and the funny thing is, I wasn't even going to go. I was like, yeah, I wanted to go home. And then just something made me go. So then, <laughs> so then, like, they're playing shit. Static is playing beats. But he had, like, one of his artists in there. And I was in the other room just chilling. And, like, he was playing some fire. And he played one beat. And I'm like, yo, this shit's hard. And then Tech was like, yo, you like that? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, go in the other room. Like, All right, went in the other room playing beats. And he's like, yo, Rome want to get on that shit. But that was some shit for terminology. So then Static was like, yo, I want, you want some shit? Play some shit. He started playing some beats. And then he played that one. I'm like, oh, this shit fire. And he's like, yo, you got something for it? I'm like, yeah. But in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, he's going to send me the beat. I go home, cook it up. Because there was just mad people there just chilling. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, that's just what I was thinking. And he was like, you got something? He's like, go in. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> so I, I was, like, writing some shit from before, like, probably, like, a day before, and I just always had some just shit in the stash. So I just kind of threw that together, and it just came out dope. And in the midst of it, like, who I think, like, Joey Badass came in. Um, like, two other cats from Pro Era was in there, and they were just vibing to the shit. So that was just mad random. That was the first song that I made off of Nerd King. And then I was just, that one week I was just cooking up mad shit. And then I had just a bunch of shit. And then what happened? I linked up with Al Davino. And then we went to the studio. We made that joint. And then I sent the joint to Mooch. And then the other shit with Planet Asia. Like I've been asking him to get on the shit. And then he came to New York and then he came to the studio. Knocked that shit out. And we did um we did some other joints too. For with him. And then another time I was at one studio in Queens. And then um I was there for like three or four hours and I just did like five songs. So then that was like the whole shit right there. It was done. And then um <laughs> like right when it was it was finished and then like one day randomly like Saddle Road just sent me like a beat. Like he just sent me beats through the text, and then I heard the shit, and then I wrote it the same day. Next day, I went and recorded it. Like, All right. Yeah, that was a good so, one. Yeah, I was about to ask you about that. You, yeah, think, yeah, you yeah. had a couple of people on there which, you know, caught my attention, and I'm sure you put it together, you know, quickly. You were working a lot, but you had, um, you, there were two beats. There was one by Saddle Gold, and I think um, mm. by Dirty Digs. Mm. Probably the, the best, to me, the better songs on that. Yeah. On that. You did a good job putting that together in <laughs> yeah, such a quick you. time. Come and notice that, you know, come in to now know that it was a quick timing. Pretty good. Yeah, hell yeah. You know what it was? It was like the theme behind that was no theme. Like with the noise candy, it's just like, all right, whatever I want to rap, whatever I want to say, like there's no edits. Like when I make albums, Edit. sometimes it's like, all right, I, I want to make a specific type of song or I'm trying to like capture a specific type of vibe that, like, but this shit, it was just, like, dope raps over dope beats. No edits. Like, I was just, like, pen to paper, just let it flow. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of surprised me how quick I made it. You know what I'm saying? And then the, like, reception that it got. You get what I'm saying? Because, like, with my albums, it's more so, like, all right, I'm just approaching it different. With this noise candy shit, it was like, yo, whatever. You know what I mean? Just... Ah, 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 whatever I felt like saying, 
I just threw it on there, and it came out really dope. Okay? I think you get a good reception. I think that you personally get a good reception because you just seem mad approachable, good to work yeah. with. You you are not on some other... Like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, so yeah. it just seems like natural to want to hear what you're going to do, right? It, yeah. It's just the, it's the type of personality that you seem to have. It works well. You know, it works well. It's not like too much. I think that's why people are, are receptive to what you do, to your work in particular. Uh, that's, not, that's not everybody. You know, this, it's like, it's, this is fun to me. You get what I'm saying? Like, it, this it is fun. Like, it should it's, be. It's fun. Like, I probably... I probably don't like look at it like the perception that people outside have of me. Like, oh, I'm a rapper. Like, with me, it's still some normal shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I still approach it with the same intensity that I approached it with when, like, not so many people was listening. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm always trying to be better. And it's just like, you know what I mean? It's still regular to me. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, people want to work with me and I fuck with them. Like, I'm down to do it. Like, I'm. I mean, there, there it's, seems it's to, best to be approachable because it's it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it cool. is cool. <laughs> and, and people yeah. and people notice. People aren't stupid. You know, people yeah. know a lot of shit about a lot of shit. So they're not stupid. People notice things too, and they also notice the very bad too. They notice yeah. certain other cars that are like, oh, okay. got a lot of drama. You got a lot of shit to say. Now I can't do that. Yeah. You know, people. Yeah, I already know. Yeah, it's a it's a nice mix between being on the top, one of the top cats, one of the top artists in the underground scene, but also getting a lot of love from more established, older generation of hip hop artists like Smith and Wesson. Um, there's no reason yeah, for them yeah, to co-sign, but Smith and Wesson does have their heart in Brooklyn always. Um, so they're always trying to make sure that Brooklyn is taken care of. They don't outwardly yeah, say it, but you could just. But you tell. know that's 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 their heart first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, literally, we're outside of here where where I work, where I make my day job. I'm always in that area, so I'm always running into to them. And when Sean Price was around, I always would run, you know, run into them. It was just part of my daily walk. So it was that they just seem so approachable and humble, even with with all the success they had. Even when Duckdown was was struggling to stay relevant in the changing market, they figured out how to do it by being genuine and humble folk. And yeah. I think that's why they're such an important label and being associated with them in some way is, I think, a, such a tip to the hat. And I think that's OGs like Smith & Wesson understand the, the nature of older, older folks really paying homage to what the new cats are doing and you're at the top of the list. Let's take it back to January. Headcrack came in and really started 2019 with like, yeah, no one else should be really dropping another album (laughs) after this. Um, And Future Wave and a Rome Street project kicked it in. How did that how did that link up? Because for me, I see Pharma Beats and and Future Wave as one two one A and one B. I can't say which one's better. I just know they're my favorites yeah. right now. Yeah, they um and so you go from one to the other, I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? This is this is <coughs> it's 
it's pretty amazing to watch. How did that link up with, with Future Wave, who's like one of the best right now? Um, I met Future Wave. Him and Danielson came out here. Um, I met him at a show, and you know we chopped it up. We was doing a video for a song that um, me and Danielson had, and then you know we exchanged numbers and shit. And then um, it's like, yo, we want to do a project? I'm like, all right, cool, let's get it done. Just you know, sending beats, going back and forth, talking about ideas, and then you know that's how that shit came about. Or Future Wave is an interesting cat because he is his production style is so menacing and so gritty and yeah. so and so yeah. layered. Future Wave, Future Wave is dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he really gave you a nice canvas to really shine on. The people wondering where Kalina went, I'm 100% sure her phone died. 100% yeah, sure. She's a, she's a ninja like that. <laughs> um, either that or she's like, I only I only paid her for like half the episode. So she'll jump in eventually <laughs> if she don't. That's how it gets. That's what you got from yeah. Kalina. Um, it, when you're approaching someone like, Future Wave, and now you have Noise Crack, uh, Noise Crack, uh, Noise Candy 3. Is there continuous pressure to keep making it better? Is there like, I'm at the top, or are you still hungry? Because I just get the sense um, that you're super hungry and you're building this yeah, momentum. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm still hungry because I don't even look at it like I'm at the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like. I'm not at the top. There's still, like, more levels to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pacing myself, but, like, I'm, I'm, as far as the work output, like, I'm ahead of myself. Like, the amount of shit that I, like, you look at the amount of music I have out, I probably have, like, the same amount unreleased or a little bit less. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's to the point where even if I never, if I don't write a rhyme, if I don't write any more rhymes, I got enough music to drop, like, till, like, next year. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's amazing. Yeah. And I, I, got, I, I got a I, lot of shit. I, I feel like a on. lot of you are, are like that. Like, you're just, a part of it is yeah. just exercise, staying on top of your pen game, jotting down ideas, um, and coming back to them as they sit. Um, and that's interesting because Danielson's like that. Al Davino's definitely like that. Um, is there. Is have there been people that you've been around where they're either in the studio or ran into and you're hearing them and you're like, Oh, how do how do I is there a competition there where it's like how do I get better than that? Like, you know, like not in a bad um, way, but you know like, whoa, what I You know, know what it is? I would say there's certain artists that if they're good and I hear them, it's like, okay, that would inspire me to be like, all right, cool. Like, when I hear dope rappers, it makes me want to rap. So it's like, there's a lot of artists out there, like, in the in the realm that I think is dope. Like, oh, shit, I fuck with that. I hear them, it's like, mm, okay. It just inspires me to write something. It's like, I wouldn't say that it's competition, but it's competition, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's not like, that's not how I approach it. Like, oh, I'm trying to be better than that person. I'm trying to be better. I'm just trying to be better, period. Like, I'm always trying to do doper shit than I did before. You know what I'm saying? I'm always trying to think of ways to, like, just be iller. You know what I'm saying? All right. you know, I'm always, like, right. intake and information. Like, all right, let's get it. Let's go. Money. Money. 
Let's be doper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm pushing myself. I wouldn't say it's no pressure because, like, I've been rapping for so long that it's just easy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just, I was writing some shit today. Like, oh, I need to write some 16 for, for an artist or whatever. And then I wrote that shit faster than I expected to. Like, by the time, like, I'm all right writing the shit to get the 16 bars, and it's dope. And it's like, all right, it was done. And I was still like, oh, shit, it's done already? Oh, man, I was about to keep going. Like, <laughs> I'm going to keep this so for me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. That's... I'm always trying to be better, but I feel like the way I am, I'll get better with every release. You know what I'm saying? Because the more you do something, the better you become at it. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, I don't be trying to slack with this shit because there's so many other artists that are dope, and it's like okay, I realize all right, like the position that I have, so to speak. You know what I mean, like it's so you always got to keep refreshing your shit. You always got to stay on top of your shit because there's always someone that's trying to knock you off your spot or trying to be exactly where you at. Saying, yeah, or man. see, see him where you at and trying to be better than you to get to your spot. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop is unique in that way, right? Yeah. There's only yeah. one, th- yeah. there's only one throne, but I yeah. do think there's that, room for everyone, but there though, is because that's, that's my point. I yeah. feel like right now, there's like no best. You understand no. what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of everybody's good, good. like everybody's good, and, and the ones who are original. They doing something that everyone else isn't doing, so they're good at that. You get what I'm saying? So it's like you can't really say one person is the best, but there are some people that are like up there. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like the underground scene. There's, love, there's is, levels is, to the shit. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, yeah, like is. Rock Marciano's like the dopest. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that he's like he opened the floodgates. Yeah, he opened this shit. You know what I mean, and he stay on top of his shit because. You know what I mean? He knows. Like I, I mean, I had conversation with him, and he say the same shit. Like you know, he knows that where he's at, and there's motherfuckers that are trying to, you know what I mean? Like be there too. So he got to stay on top of his shit because there's always somebody on his hill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and it's the same thing with everybody who has a. You know what I mean? Yeah, Who's I, in this shit. I want. I want New York. All I care about is New York hip-hop to be good. Like, that's important for someone who grew up in New York. And when we didn't have when we didn't have the banner in those dark years of hip-hop, it was sad for us. It was a different kind of hurt that I think people don't understand from New York and Brooklyn. If you don't live here and you don't have that connection with hip-hop like New Yorkers do, when we don't have that flag, it hurts in a different way. Like it's yeah, like we're it's not different. we're not talking shit. We're keeping low key. We're waiting and for people to bubble up that we could champion. Like that's we had a drought for a little bit of time. I mean, once and the thing big is, was like, gone and most was gone, and and, and and like once that generation kind of fizzled out, it kind of and and things got regional and the and the, mm. and the trap sound really took hold. Brooklyn was really trying to find itself. Yeah. And I think we're in a good spot right now. Well, you you know what it is? Like, there's genres in hip-hop yep. right now at this point. And it's like the people inside of it know, but then the, the people on the outside of it, they're trying to cram everything together. You know what I'm saying? There's literally different genres of hip-hop. Like, when it comes to, like, okay, if you're saying, yo, who's the best, you can't compare fucking 
boom bap artist, like an artist who really spits over shit to like a trap artist. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You can't say, oh, who's better? They make two different kinds of music. For you different audiences. You can't, yeah, you can't line up that shit on the scale. So it's like with New York, like you could say, oh, New York fell off, but if it, what genre of rap are you looking at? You understand what I'm saying? Because when it comes to that that club trap sound, New York always had an artist that had banging mm-hmm. ass songs, hits that's carrying. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like we lost that, like the style of rap that I do, that's not the forefront. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's always been there. But I feel like now at this point, like there's artists that are bringing it in. Like it's more... It's more popular now, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But this shit is still like boutique, like you get what I'm saying? Like, like me and like all like my peer groups and shit is still boutique. Like, there's it's a little insulated. People that are getting to that, yeah. There's people that are getting to that spot where it's like, okay, they they're doing shit that they're on platforms that mainstream artists are on, but it's like it looks big to to where we at, but in the grand scheme of things, it's still like. You know what I'm saying? Yo, no, I 100% yeah. agree. Because that's one of... I don't consider what we do here at the Crush A Lot Podcast. Like, it's like a it's, a... it's a smudge. The way I see it compared to, like, what Rob Markman is doing or or Rosenberg, whatever. You know, do we want to get to know, that level? I don't know. starts somewhere, and it's, it, it's really all about consistency. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The more consistently you do something... Over time, it becomes a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the more you keep doing this, it's going to become a platform where artists see who are not on it and they go, like, how do I get on it? You know what I mean? We, like, we definitely got to that, that It's point. probably that right now. It's there right it's now. It's very so it's much like, like that. I'm to yeah. the point now Once where it's Once it has like, that perception, it's a thing. I had to tell people you know like, uh, yeah, we're pretty booked till like November. Like, I want to mm. I want to have spot for you, but... If I cram in all these episodes, which I could, I'm not giving episodes and people the free the the exposure that is the episodes are designed mm. to do. You know, I I don't want to saturate oversaturate, right? That's a part of the thinking. Yeah, exactly. But I oversaturation. Think, yeah, kill but, you. but I do think hip hop's in a great place. Underground scene is in a great place, um, and I'm I'm excited as an old time listener um about what you what you're doing what brooklyn's doing what people like daniel son and crime apple are doing and of course yeah, yeah. um there's so many things you hit the links below go check out noise candy three the memes we have all that in the link um below if you have streaming services stream it it's not gonna hurt if you want to support the artists even more buy the digitals if you want to buy through bank and for the they can for they can get more cut do that. Buy the physicals while they last. Those are hard to get once they're gone, unless you want to pay discount yeah. prices. So uh, you could go to uh, all the links below. We'll go check that out. Crush a lot podcast, Rome Street. We appreciate you guys, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. <laughs>